There is no what's too much. There is no what's, what's too, too much. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. This is episode 166. I'm an 8-7 on the Enneagram. Hey, Zach, how's it going? I'm a 69. No. Shut up, Zach. Andy? Take two. Is that a boy band? <laughs> Scott Scooter Holbert, he's here. Yes, yeah, Scott. Maybe. 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 Oh, maybe Zach's answer to everything. I'm intention on all of it. Guys, as we've said before, and I've shown all of you guys, I have an I have a whoa, incredible whoa, 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 callus. Whoa. I have an incredible callus built up on my perineum. <laughs> Jesus. From riding all of the fences in life. <laughs> I'm imagining you riding that fence with a cowboy hat with your hand in the air. <laughs> well, at first, yeah, but after a while, you build up resistance. Mm, wow. The, the, you know, the body mm. is is resilient like that. Yeah. Well, listener, guess what? You're getting take two of this because we tried and started and then all of the starters got pulled and uh, now they've brought in the second stringers, which is also us, to try to do this again because we want to make sure that you get the best possible podcast. Yeah, and I can tell you right now, we did not start with perineum, but it is, we're flying high now. We are a living metaphor for the angel's bullpen. And I think the... And we had another half beer in us. (laughs) So it's only going to get better. Things are more alive. True. Speaking of beers that we have, gentlemen, what are we drinking tonight? Kern River Brewing Company, made from Kernville, with, <laughs> made with made real with real bits, bits of, of bits river, of real Kern. <laughs> bits of real Kern River. So you know it's good. See a little more energy. So yes. we, we did. I will say we, the group of us and a few other gentlemen, a few years ago, went on a boys' trip to Kern River. That's the time where my roof ripped off my RV. Continue. That's right. It was that one. And we camped and we went into the little downtown area to a a dive bar. And it's the dive bar of dive bars. It's the diviest of all bars. You don't know if you're going to get out alive and you're wondering if there are people dead inside. Walls covered with $1 bills stapled. Yeah. There was even a picture of Greg Luganis on the wall, which was weird, but people with three eyes. right next to the men's bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That doesn't give you a good picture of the rest of the place, though. <laughs> uh, and there was a there was a cover band that was way too good for that place. They were great. Like I remember at a point, it's like Ario Speedwagon is showing up. Yeah, not the band I was thinking of. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just watched. I, I started watching Ozark again. Oh yeah, for like the third time, and I'm at the end of the. End of the last Spoiler. season, and, and yeah, Ario Speedwagon's playing. I just love the the loss in translation moment, sort of, where we, a, b- a bunch of guys, I don't remember how many of us, there were eight, 12, we go to this dive bar, we take up a decent portion of the place, yeah. there's a dance floor, Yes. there's a jukebox, songs are selected, uh, Shania Twain may or may not have been one of the songs, uh, courtesy courtesy of jason oh yeah man i feel like a woman <laughs> and a so miser. there's 12 of us dancing uh, in a dive bar 12 men in not Kernville. a female we're all married except for well a couple was it just Scott? four no 
No, there was Scott. Uh, the Maxwell, David, we Jason. don't have to segregate. Anyways, so one of the one of the old regulars there comes up to me and he's like, uh, "Wink, wink, hint, hint." You know, there are ladies here you guys could dance with. <laughs> <laughs> so in his mind. Uh, we've never had this many gay people in this bar at once. <laughs> in our mind, it's like, we're all married. We're just going to dance with each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm great. not sure that any of those ladies in there were, uh, you know, not on AARP. <laughs> he tried to stop our conga line. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time, though. That, Anywhere. that was a great time. That's where the beer comes from. And yeah. Kern River Brewing Company is... Fantastic beer, and this one is one that we hadn't had before, so I, I picked it up uh, reminiscent of that trip. This is called There is Still Beauty, and I'll read a little bit on the back because it, it has maybe uh, the most poetic words I've ever seen on a beer can. It says, on a piece of paper hanging on our wall is a drawing my eight-year-old daughter made in 2019. It's a picture of a bird with hearts, and it simply reads, it seems like the end, therefore it is just the beginning. It is the perfect reminder for us in a crazy world and a crazy time to notice the beauty around us every day. It is still there and always will be. And fortunately, the beer is delicious. So it's not just a cute can. Yes. But uh, I do like that little bit of a reminder. I'm glad that those guys put it's great. Was that beer put some made? Into it. Is the point of the can and the quote that the beer was made this past year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, it, I'm assuming it's a reminder right. people need. I, I th- they I think do. it's great. There's more light than dark in the world, and dear listener, as well as you three gentlemen, uh, we can be a part of that. Yes, don't believe the news. Your neighbor is not your enemy. Um, if if you're just on the news or or the Twitter sphere, uh, there's enemies everywhere, and you must battle back. But that's not the reality we live in. Uh, by the way, as a sixth grade teacher, I may or may not have uh, equated the Ch- uh, Qin Dynasty of uh, Chinese communism when he decided to burn all of Confucius' books, all the oh. ideas, with what's happened in the last year. I'm like, all right, kids, all right, let's move on. <laughs> I thought you were going to refer to that as like people who wear their masks over their chin. <laughs> I did too. Thought, is he making a terribly bigoted chin diaper joke? Like, what's happening right now? Uh, that's I, so awful. I'm part of the chin dynasty. <laughs> Maybe. Which, for the record, Jeff is. I'm, Actually, like, I'm like, you know, people have been demonetized and thrown off YouTube and like nobody, some people don't get to speak. And I'm like, it's kind of like taking ideas away like the communists did 2,000 years ago in this dynasty. And the kids are like, wait, what? What? Yeah, I know. People get yeah they yeah those people on YouTube that they don't get to be on YouTube anymore because they say things that you know other people don't like. I'm like, wait, say that again. And they're like, yeah, people don't like it, so they don't get to say it, and YouTube takes it off. I'm like, yes, the kids are saying that. The kids are saying this, and I'm like, yes. Now go back to the commun- the communist China, this dynasty. They burned all of any Confucianism ideas, books, were all burned. All of it. Why? The kid's like, well, they didn't want them to read it. Did they I'm burn like, the Why? Facebook? Why? <laughs> and like, well, they didn't like the ideas. And I'm like, that's communism. And one kid was like, 
wait, are we communists? <laughs> I'm like, okay, end of discussion. Nobody tells their parents about this. I did not it's say like, that. Those no, words did not come out yeah, of exactly. my mouth. That was exactly. Ricky. Ricky said that. Over, everyone saw him say it, it right? It was Ricky. Jeff. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Mr. Pearson, please come to the room. Uh, principal's office immediately. All right, guys, I got to go. It was fun being your teacher. Yes, you've been deplatformed. You're going to have to leave. No, I, I mean, that's, that's serious. As that's a serious, but the the... It actually was real, and it did happen in my classroom. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's like, can we equate yes. anything? So it it was good. And my students, the one who brought, you know, a couple of pieces up, where I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go there. It'd be okay, or maybe not during this this time in society. So especially in public education, like I'm, you're walking on eggshells if you're a mm. conservative, Republican. Somebody who voted for Trump, somebody who would still be like, yeah, I'd vote for Trump again. You'd be in, I mean, yeah, you'd be in the crosshairs. Well, I know last week I said that I would come here prepared for us to have a Mr. Rogers episode, and I failed in looking at the calendar and, and did not realize that it was Mother's Day weekend. And so my weekend was sucked up with awesome Mother's Day uh, events and activities, which was really, really fun. I loved it, but I didn't get a chance to do that. So instead, but I will say though, yes, Mr. Rogers, if he were here, we'll do I it. I believe spiritually, he is. He would just give you a big hug, say, "Hey, you'll get to it, Andy. It's gonna be fine." He'd tell me to control my emotions. I grew up, <laughs> grew up with Mr. Rogers. We we it will happen. I promise it'll happen, and we'll we'll spend some time on it. But I want to make sure it's done right. So. I was so looking forward to Mister. I know we're today. going to do it. It's going to happen. I love Mister. Rogers' neighborhood, like, Andy. He's so good. I thought he was coming to visit our podcast today. But we have some <laughs> sexual tension between us and Mister. Rogers. It's now a is beautiful palpable. day and the palpable. I think we were beautiful injecting day his with happiness Bibles into his and Beautiful day with prose Bibles and beer. Oh, that's fantastic. Could you be mine? Could you be mine? Who's going to get the next beer? beer. <laughs> that's fantastic. Won't you please, please won't you get my next beer? No, seriously. We, but we I, need, I need more another beer. beer. Yeah, Jeff, you're closest. Wow, yep. you guys. Are okay, twins. I'll get it. I All right, have, thank you, sure. Zach. I got. Hada 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 hada. Okay, so so we do have some rapid fire questions that we can talk about tonight, or we can park on one of these if they get if it gets really interesting. So a few different topics that I think will be fun to dive into. And wait, wait, we, yes, hold that thought, Scott. Holding just a side note, personal uh -huh. in my okay in my classroom. You remember Ricky? It's yeah, literally the hoda 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 hoda. Uh, yeah, it is a permanent thing, and it's permeating the school. Is it Dude. really? Everybody's into it. The boys are. are they? They're everybody's like hoda hoda hoda. Like when they're all getting in line, and they're, they're like, "Oh, you got to get your mask on." Like supervisors walking around, and then the boys will be like, "Oh, hoda 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 hoda." Hey, can I? Dude. Can I go to your school and give There's a talk Scottisms. on, on get something? Some video. Can I give a talk on something like tech, the tech industry, or something? Oh yeah, and then, I'll, I'll, and then I'll, at one point I'll just bust it out. Oh, they would they are, love that. Oh, that. Except we can't have anybody public on campus. Parents can't even be on oh, campus. Wow. You could zoom in, but that'd be boring. So that's a soft no. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, when by when this whole Actually, thing just no. blows over. Oh yeah. When Biden blows over, when all of a sudden it's like, eh, nothing to worry about anymore. Go about your business. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so we made our way through Sorry, Andy. one of those beers. That's okay. The next beer that we've got up is, what do we have happening here? This is, it's a pink, what is this pink beer? And then we swear we have hot content coming right up. Hot, 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 hot. This is hot. a Stone Exotic Destinations IPA. Oh man! Welcome in. I want to yeah. see an exotic <laughs> destination. I don't think uh, I don't think Germany is considered exotic. Wait, may I yeah. see the label on that? It's Scott? a hop fueled journey. <laughs> Can I, may I see the label? Just kind of turn it towards oh, me. Buenos you dias. All right, just. Uh. All right. Okay. So here's what we got, guys. <laughs> just pour it while Andy reads his question. Yes. Pour and then rapid fire. Oh pour my your. god! Oh gosh! Pour some of mine. Let's start out with. Let's start out with something easy, some low-hanging fruit, so to speak, boys. All right, what does? And we're gonna have we'll have two versions of this. That's it's two sides of the same coin. What does the phrase "Jesus take the wheel" mean to you? And the you know the other version of this is "Let go and let God." What does that mean to you? Hmm. Well, I'm thinking about uh, American Idol season 17 winner, <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Was it season 17? No, it's just the number I pulled out of my ass. Uh, was she one or two? No, Regardless, she wasn't one. She, she didn't win? She, was she wasn't up. one. No. Oh, yeah. One of them won didn't win season. and did well. She wasn't season one. No. Or season two. Or 17. Really? I think she did win her season. It was in the f- no, it was in the very first few. Because there was only Kelly two. was Clarkson was much more. I, I mean, I don't know. One of them came in second. <laughs> I don't think anyone. Cares. One of them came in second. Yeah, I feel the point is about <laughs> Jesus, Jesus take, take the wheel. wheel. It is where do you draw the line between your job, your personal responsibility in in your life and who God wants you to be, and the point where you release control and say. And the rest of this is up to God. Oh, man. I'm exhausted. I guess already. when I'm frustrated and I don't have an answer or I don't know what to do, uh, especially in the past, it would be like definitely like cry out to God like, hey, do this. I can't. Which ultimately, I think, does provides a little release, a little relief valve. Yeah. Where you just kind of verbalizing it. And then you end up doing the thing you need to do or making the decision you need to make, but just kind of like going outside of yourself and looking for help outside of yourself from your maker can be helpful to like reframe the way you look at things. Is it a point like what you've described is I've exhausted all of my options. This is my last option. Or or I at the very least feel like that. And so... Um, like now that the, that phrase is borderline offensive to me because I, Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. I'm being a little dramatic for podcasting purposes, but, uh, as always, it, it is like Jesus take the wheel. Like when I hear people say that or let God let go, let go, let God, um, it feels like a cop out. Like I don't see God as somebody that's going to okay. Let me do this for you so that you can have a break. Yeah, I see uh, God stepping up when you can reach out to your friends. You can cry out to God, and oftentimes the way you pray can provide strength to you. It, it forms you more than it changes God. 
I don't see God as like the vending machine God that will come in and swoop in and make yeah. things right. Okay, so you, <laughs> and that, I just imagine like John C. Riley. I imagine my God like yeah. like my partner in a tag team wrestling match, also, and then I'm almost getting. I'm almost. He's out. The, he's at two and a half count, and I reach out and I touch him, and he comes in with a flying elbow. Right, Zach. I did say I God. Quite, God swooping in like a vending machine, which I don't even know what that means. <laughs> little little wings. Yeah. wings on a vending machine. Good. Uh, I do have a question for you, Zach, and that is when you get to a point where is this, you know, I can't do this. Uh, as Andy said, like, I don't have any more. I don't have any answers. Is this you praying and in that some switch in you just shifts where you're like, I relent this. However, this turns out, I'm okay with something like that. No, um, I'll maybe go a little more hypothetical. I'm, you don't have anything concrete. Well, because I, I don't really pray in that way currently. Cause you don't believe in the real God that Scott believes in. <laughs> So what you're saying is, I mean, is this, am I Jordan Peterson? You're that. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because so, what, what you're because trying to say is God doesn't exist, and if he did, he's a terrible person. Because it's hard to know if he exists. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean by God? Okay, so Zach, but I clarify. And you clarify to- because this, I'm fascinated by this what you, idea. What do you feel about God? Uh, okay, so pray. Is this pray. truly a part of your journey that you've been on? Where this actually happens, the let go, let God, however you well, want to look at it. A version of it. Okay, I wouldn't use the phrase. Sure, that's okay. Don't worry about the phrase. Wheel, just no, get I rid know. of that. I, I'm that's not worried gone. about it. I'm. <laughs> we but recycling. I, stop it. talking about I, it so much. That <laughs> you doth protest too much. I'm fine with it, guys. I'm really okay with it. I promise it's not a problem. This is okay. I'm good with it. I no, think, seriously. Yeah. Really, guys, I'm okay. You know, finally. Jesus, I'm okay. Jesus, take the wheel of this podcast. <laughs> Go ahead, Zach. Um, the the phrase, those phrases are like, I, I imagine- He's still talking about them. <laughs> All right. Scott, what do you think about <laughs> this whole situation? Okay, I apologize. I repent. I'm so sorry, Zach. It's Okay. No, it's for real okay. Like, I'm open for you guys jumping at any time because now all of a sudden it feels like I'm going to turn. That's okay. You don't have to get interrogated. Uh, I feel like those phrases get used in a way that are trying to tap into an ultimate truth that I would agree with. I would never use those phrases for myself. But I think oftentimes when we pray, even our our most basic prayers that maybe are misappropriated. Maybe you're asking God for stuff, right? Maybe you're uncomfortable with your current situation and you just want God to fix it. Oftentimes the the simplest prayers, even if they're kind of unhealthy sounding and maybe they, they're not where you should be, but they're where you're at now. It helps form you and it helps form your, your spiritual life in a way that actually changes you. So like if you're, if you're praying for a neighbor, like say, this is probably a version of Jesus take the wheel. You're praying for an, you know, something bad happens to your neighbor and your first response is just to pray for them. But if you're not doing anything, nothing's really changing for them. Um, but if by thinking about your neighbor in their specific situation and praying for them, 
that can plant some kernels of spiritual seeds in you to be more aware of your neighbor and their needs with, with what they're going through, which might actually lead to you doing something tangible that will, in a sense, become God's answer to their prayers. So I think that's that's a, a healthy version of what prayer or like, God, I don't know what to do. Let me just voice this stuff about what I need from you. That can help trigger things in you that will cause you to take action in a way that can have tangible benefits for your specific situation. I think the the praying, like praying for your neighbor, they're watching a... a or even praying for yourself. Yeah. Jesus, take the wheel. But, I can't do this. Okay, but just the idea of praying for your neighbor and thinking like, that'll change something in you. And I think it does. There is something... And I promise to make this brief. I was watching a video, and it was a science video on how air and uh, sound go in waves. And I think prayer is like that. When we pray, we don't realize the spiritual world and the impact. When we pray, we're I think we're sending out, we're giving off vibes, waves, spiritual God waves that that do impact people without them knowing it, without us knowing it. And yes, I think it, I do agree with you. It does change us. And I, I'm, I'm fascinated to, to not know. It's just the mystery of prayer and yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Yes, you're right. It, it is a mysterious thing. I, I struggle with under, trying to understand what the real purpose is of prayer. And not that there is a single purpose. There's probably, there's lots. We don't necessarily need to pin it down to one specific thing, but what you described is actually the reverse, maybe. He of said what as you, he pointed at Zach. Uh, Zach, uh, <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm trying to co- coach us into a video podcast. <laughs> uh, what you said at the beginning, though, was initially you encounter the way that you encounter this is you get to the end of what your abilities facilities the end of what you can do and then Mm -hmm. you pray but then the then what you described after that was the reverse which was you hear about something with with uh your neighbor and and it's i'm going to pray first before doing anything at all right right and then maybe eventually i'll get to a place of 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 doing something of actually saying hello yeah i maybe it's a two sides of the same coin thing uh i i just Maybe it's like a tenet thing. I, I will admit, like praying for no. things is happening fewer and farther in between. And when I say for things, it just means like just letting your request be made known to God. And it's because uh, I don't see God right now as something that won't act on people's behalfs unless people pray specifically. I feel like God is bigger than that. Now, I will admit, I do... Well, say I have, that again. About God when we pray. Like, oftentimes when we pray, like, if I'm I'm on a... Let's just say I'm on a thread of text messages where it's, prayer requests come in mm-hmm. all the time, and oftentimes it's for a health reason and all that stuff. And I'm just imagining God, like withholding because he's waiting for the right prayer, enough prayer chain members to start praying. And, and that just seems the idea of God, you're a little cynical of that. 
Yes. And I'm not saying that's what people are viewing of God, but that's kind of where the logic takes me personally right now. Right. And so it, it leads me to personally avoid those types of prayers until there's like something like I get something that's really connected to me personally. Or you get the notification that there's a 2x multiplier if you add your prayer to the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, we just need one more and we've got a guarantee you of can a share. 2x multiplier on this prayer. Share this with five people. Uh, so it, it does, I don't view, I view God as not waiting to work for, or not waiting to act on behalf of his creation based on how many people are praying or the way they pray. I feel like God is bigger than that. No, can currently you, now if you, when you go to how many people or the way they pray, but if it's just, if you just leave it as a general prayer in general, would that change your, uh, your view? Oh, I'm a, I'm a mess with this. I fully admit like, cause I, I do believe that prayer it, just in gen- generally pray, no matter how you pray, it seems to have benefits, tangible benefits that people have studied. Like it almost doesn't matter how you pray. And in the same breath, it's not a formula because right. we all have, we could probably all point to examples in our life where there were moments that we or people who were close to prayed for something and the result that they wanted happened. And then the reverse is true. They prayed for something and the result that they wanted didn't happen. Yeah. And maybe in some of those scenarios down the line, it was, I didn't get what I wanted in the moment, but I can see that God was really, you know, there was, (laughs) it's very cliche, but there was something better for me that he had for me right around the corner. And sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Sometimes there's like, "Um, nope. And it didn't, I don't see the thing that's better for me. And, and it, it doesn't feel okay. Uh, but Scott, what about you? How do you, where do you look at that in terms of drawing the line? Is there a clear, is there a clear like pattern or path for you when you're, when you're looking at things of going, this is my personal responsibility versus this is something that I, I hand over and, and I recognize is out of my control and I, I let go and let God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there and before you answer that, will you uh-huh. pass me the Pliny the Elder? Ooh. Yeah. Making our way to beer number three, ladies and gentlemen. Can I say a final thought? Sure. I will uh, allow it. On, we thank need, you. We need to yeah, open this I beer cut, anyway. Because I cut Zach uh, a little short because I want to clarify. You left a little something on the plate. No, yeah. it's all right. And for no. the audience, just note that it was Jeff this time and not Scott who cut uh, Zach off. Ooh. I just want to note that. Noted. I'll keep a uh, tally. Can you mark that? On the I'll mark this on the uh, official is the Bros, Bibles, and Beer scorecard. He does actually have a pad and a pen, and he's writing voraciously. Or voraciously. <laughs> Jeff has one hash mark for a cutoff, and I will be keeping track of hijacking as well. <laughs> no matter how you oh. pray or what you pray for, uh, people... People don't live their lives as if things are preordained. Like whatever you think about how God works, generally people live their lives where they make choices and they understand there's consequences. Um, So if you find yourself letting go and letting God 
and it's not helping you to love better the people for whom for whom you would be praying, you're doing something wrong. So if you're no matter how you pray and the you know no matter good or bad or if it's the correct way quote unquote uh let it be a way that helps you to you know take action in people's lives for which you can actually make tangible differences in their life and maybe be an answer to their prayer well is your statement implying though that there is a uh, that that at some point there becomes a lack of responsibility when someone says let go let god yeah yeah that's that's the un- oh, that's the unhealthy the un- version the, of that. the unhealthy version is yeah. like <laughs> is is the bad version of of your second example which is heard something's really going down with my neighbors man they're really hurting they're very sick and they've got not got enough money oh god can you go i really pray that you help them anyway so yeah, well i think about what this angels game is really interesting yeah <laughs> I think about. By the way, no, it's not. The Angels suck right now. They Keep did going. beat the uh, that. Oh, two out of three. Yeah. They beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers uh, I just think suck about. Harder. Oh well, we don't care. I think about that related to uh, letters written from Paul, and there was action taken. It wasn't just let God. You know, God will take care of this. Is like action has to be taken on behalf of of the Lord through His people and. And so I do think saying, you know, let God just take this. Yeah, well, okay, listen, there's got to be some activeness in what you do. You pray about it, be present, listen, pray, do you hear? Are you supposed to do anything? Are you sense that you're supposed to go talk with someone, take action? So there is an X, Y, Z, and you may not be a part of it. It might just be that, you know what, this is for somebody else, or you know what, I've got to step up and take action. Yeah. If I don't, I'm actually not I'm I'm not following through and listening. I'm being passive and that's that's gonna hurt as well. So I don't think it's just I think I, I agree. It's not let God and then we just sit back and do nothing because God needs us. Mm-hmm. I mean we need God, but I mean I don't mean <laughs> God needs us, but God does need us Ooh, to act. That is an you interesting. You guys are being very biblical. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm going to say this quietly, Scott. I'm going to say this quietly. Shut up, Scott. You missed a funny thing that Scott said. It was funny. Well, I'm adding to Scott. I'm looking up a Bible verse of a Paul prayer. Wow. Okay. Um, this I is historic. On the podcast. I, might I say miraculous? <laughs> uh, might I say an answer to prayer? Uh, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> oh. maybe Scott has let go and let God before he came into this episode. <laughs> Scott's literally, he's swearing, Jesus, take the wheel. I, I cannot I've been do silent. This. I can't do this on my own. <laughs> I can't do this podcast on my own. Uh, I don't know what the next line is of the song. We've got the first two there. <laughs> It was good. Take it from my hands. It was good. It would have been incredible had we been able to recite a whole version of that uh, verse. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I thought about when you mentioned Paul and prayers, I th- the prayer in Colossians uh, back in my spiritual heyday, I'll just say, um, in terms of like being like, oh, like good. I'm winning all the Bible trivia games yes. when I go to youth group. <laughs> yes. But this this prayer is 
it seems like it's more declaration than it is uh, asking. Yes. And so there's there's something to that, and I think yeah. there's a lot of that declaring in the truth. Yes, at Colossians one nine. Uh, because of this, also we from the day we heard about it did not cease praying for you. Obviously, the church in Colossa, but you know, he heard of their faith. Yes, yeah, uh, and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will and all wisdom and spiritual insight. So there's an ask, but and then he goes on so that you may live in a manner worthy of the Lord to please Him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good deed and increasing in the knowledge of God, enabled with all power according to His glorious might, for all steadfastness, fastness. And patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you for a share of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have the redemption, the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, because of all things in the heavens and on the earth were created by him things visible and things invisible. This is the same sentence, by the way. I'm, wow. ready, to, I whether, am ready to win the Super Bowl. Whether right now. thrones or dominions or rulers or powers, all things were created through him and for him, and he himself is before all things, and in him all things are held together, and he himself is the head of the body, the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he himself may become first in everything because he was well pleased for all the fullness to dwell in him and through him to reconcile all things to himself by making peace through the blood of his cross through him, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Let it wash Whoa, over you, dude. boys. It's like that moment in Ghostbusters when they blast <laughs> Gozer the Gozerian at the end, and Winston Zedmore looks over and goes, We had the tools, we had the talent. <laughs> Boy. Was Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver there? Yeah, uh, she was a, a dog. If oh, I had a nickel okay. for every Winston Zedmore, quote, <laughs> I'd have a nickel. Yeah, and, uh, that's a great that passage. That Yeah, Colossians is great. But. Uh, yeah, the the Paul and there's a, several prayers of Paul that yeah. have been helpful for me because I find a lot of my prayer life has been formed by basically like the cultural milieu of the faith with which yeah. you are raised, which you know was you a little escape. surfacey. And uh, that's not I'm not saying that about my parents. I'm just saying in the general conservative evangelical complex that we were all a part of in the 90s, 80s, 90s. Yeah, that's probably fair. But I want to make sure that, Scotty, we come back yes. to you. because uh, Thank you, Scott. Because you've been waiting patiently. Scott's just happy the Bible got read. Yeah. I know. And that's a good passage, He's yeah. jitty. Scott, Wait, can we push right Scott now? back just a few? Just a few here? <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. So, yeah, so Scott, like to wind it back, the question that we, the, the original question that we were asked, this is all good, though. I do like that. I, that I like was inspiring. You, you phrased this as, oh, this is just a quick one. Here we yeah, go. No, maybe we'll get to the others, but maybe we found the thing to talk about. So, so it is trying trying to define like the role of personal responsibility and where do you draw that line of when because forgive the cliche when you let go and let God. Yeah, and I, I think I'd break it into let's say just two broad categories. One is how you live your life generally, like nor- normally day to day. Yeah. 
and then things that just happen all of a sudden out of the blue. How do you react? Yeah, and and so I think kind of handling those just just to put them in separate categories gen, in general. Okay. Um, but I think either way, if you're first, given the circumstance, obviously there are circumstances where you, you might not have time to pray. Okay. But we can put those aside because those rarely happen. Uh, but they do happen like, oh no, there's a, a, a the car just stopped all of a sudden right in front of me. Am I going to pray or am I going to like, okay, do I turn left or right? So, okay, put those aside, right? Because th- that's something different. Jeff that's, always turns right. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, please interpret my oh shit. <laughs> trivial ancillary things. Yeah, so they do happen, but we got to, I mean, there, there is a, a practical side to something jumping out right in front of you. But if your first reaction in, in general is to seek God, that's a good thing. Because that's, I think that's what we are called to do as Christians. And, and that should be, um, we, we should rely on God for that, for direction. At the same time, though, if I, so I'm, I'm just, I was just kind of thinking about a few different verses. So, so for one, like the, the passage where Paul says, um, if, I'm, if, if, you, if you don't work, you don't eat. Oh, yeah. So I, I would kind of take that as applying to not just food, but other aspects of life. So we rely on God, but we don't say, God, give inject nutrition into my cells. Because, I mean, that, that's like kind of... Like the you, matrix. You, you, could say, you, you could say, God, make food appear before me, but really, why, why stop there? Why not just like, God, just allow me to live without having to eat? Like, like, and by the way, when God did drop food in people's laps they hated that too so. <laughs> yeah so the manna in the in the wilderness they complained about the, the manna and the quail yes they weren't satisfied <laughs> yeah and that's the human condition <laughs> i think i think that's a universal right there <laughs> yes uh so 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 that that verse if, if you don't work you don't eat could use and, some pizza right yeah there, and that that can apply well and, and they, they even said yeah can we go they, back they to can we go back to slavery in egypt at least there we had this this stuff. They had a salad bar. They weren't satisfied with God w- w- providing them, yeah. even after taking them to slavery. So that verse, and then um, there's the verse that Jesus talks about. There's a um, the the unrighteous judge, or it might even say the evil judge. And so there's a lady, there's a there's a woman who goes to to um, to the judge and asks asks the judge yeah. for something, and he says he says no. But then she keeps going back right, keeps, over and over. And finally. And then he relents because this lady was bothering him. And Jesus' point was, look, make your request to God because even this unrighteous judge is going to grant the request. He said, but he's saying, God, God is going to grant your request. Take, take, it, take it to God. Ask, ask God for what you need. Now, obviously, what you want would be in a different category, perhaps. We're trying to signal to you to turn your microphone towards your okay s- towards the lips of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, he just, tried to turn, he just tried to turn it, and it, it, it just flipped, it fell. It fell straight down. <clears throat> okay, if, hold, hold if on. His, uh, I, I think I think I can go. We'll try this. That looks That's very good. uncomfortable. That looks, that looks great, Scott. <clears throat> For the listener, Scott's face is. Looking Maybe straight you could at take the a ground. picture and put this as the clip art. Yeah, this the, might be good. Incredible posture. I don't have my phone with me. Um, yeah. So, and and there are a number of of stories that Jesus gives to tell us about prayer and to make our request uh, to God. 
Um, and then there's there's a I think it's an axe where where um, they want to go to a, a certain city, and the Holy Spirit prevents them from going. Oh yeah, and it's really vague. It, it and it's just kind of yeah, it's kind of said just like in passing, like like yeah. it's not part of the ma- main story. That's not like a theological. They don't spend time Statement. on it. It's like it's they just, wanted to go there, but they were prevented. It's just part of the story, but it we we kind of have to take it as a, a like a theological statement, even though there was probably wasn't the intention, the primary intention. Uh, but that's part of how God guides us. Is that that's we applicable might, today in our everyday life to to Christians? Let's let's just say to God's people in general. Yes, that who is God's people? <laughs> it's unknowable. Yeah, where. Uh, where they had plans, and then for some reason, God mm-hmm. prevented them right. by the Holy Spirit from going there. But I, um, and and then there's an, a one, and I think it's in, see, in James or Peter. James, uh, we're good. I, I'm, I'm faith without works. Well, it's it's. I thought that's where you were going. Um, well, that is that is applicable, um, and I think some what Zach said that where it applies there. And there's another one that I want to add to that there too. So bear with me, por favor. Um, but Wait, now Scott is agreeing with something I said before. Okay, continue. <laughs> Mark that down, Andy. Um, but where um, where it says don't don't say that that we will go to this or this or that city, but say if the Lord wills, mm-hmm. we will go to this or that yes. city. Amen. So I take that into account, and then the one shoot, I just what were we just talking? We're, Sorry, uh, the one in uh, faith. Uh, oh no, okay. you have another James one. Yeah. So so then there's another one that says. Um, if you, yeah, it's the faith that works. And James yeah. says, if if you say to your brother, hey, uh, if you see your brother in need and you go, yeah. hey, be well, yeah, you do good, you you got it, you go, girl, um, but you don't do anything for him, so, then your faith is that faith is triumph. is useless. It's worthless. Like it's not even a genuine faith if you just you see them in need and then you wish them well, or you can probably add in there. Carefully, Whoa, he's adding to the Bible. Carefully, you pray for them, quote unquote, pray for them, but you don't do anything for them. Good luck. Then your faith, that faith, is useless. Right, and and that's James' point is that yeah, you see them in need and you don't do anything. So I think it's both. Your first, your first thing is you first seek the kingdom of God. You seek God's direction, but then if if. It's in your power to do something about it. We have an obligation to act. Yeah. And that's how we demonstrate love for our neighbor is both by praying for them and by acting to help them. Uh, okay. I love the Bruce. So this is connect the Bruce Almighty movie with Jim Carrey, where he is not present whatsoever. I mean, he's just going through life. And he's missing the point, and God is all, always there, and and then finally, you know, he has this seven at seven, and he meets God and Morgan Freeman in the movie, and and now he 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 sees he sees stuff that he didn't see, or he realizes, you know, he's acting as as Jesus, kind of, he's walking on water and stuff, but there's a point in the movie where he there's a a bum who he skipped by every time oh, yeah. and then but this time he actually gives him money but then he he get he takes him to a cafeteria or a a, uh, a diner and he feeds him 
And ultimately, the old man dies, and Jim Carrey can't do anything um, because he's just he's just dying. He's just old. They they say he's just you know like yeah. what did he die from? He just he was just old. But it's someone you get to actually see within this movie. You know, someone who wasn't present. And now they are, and now they're wondering like, why won't God save? Like, why can't I save this person? But there's growth in like almost praying for someone, being with someone, being present yeah. with something, caring for someone, and it still doesn't work out. But you're in it, and before it's like, hey, yeah, good luck, buddy. Yeah, hey, great. Here's a quarter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't yeah. care. But when you get into like going with Jesus down this path, there's this genuineness. You truly do care. You can get hurt mm. in that. There's pain in that. There's great joy in that because there is pain. You have the flip side of it all. And you walk down that path in in prayer, in efforts, in like, I'm present with you, Lord. And in in all the pain, we actually still find growth if we're willing to like, you know, yeah. get through it. But I, I, I love, I've kind of, you know, I think all these little movies that I watch over the years, they kind of, uh, connect Shawshank mm. Redemption and, you know, it, other it, anything that, with Morgan Freeman, really. Anything, <laughs> in, <laughs> anything with Morgan Freeman. In, my, in, one in of my Bruce did he, re- was there one point, Andy I don't remember McCraw. seeing, I remember seeing parts of the movie, but not all that. Is there one point where he replies, my good friend, y- yes, or answer to all emails? Like, he right. replies yes, all. Right, he right, says, right. reply but all. Then, he says, like, yes. things like, turn, nope. went haywire. Yeah, right? it was terrible. You can't, you can't. Yeah. Because it, that's really just getting rid of, like, yeah, just give everybody what they want. It's like, no. That yeah. is. You got to remember the human condition. Anybody with a parent. I think. Anybody with a parent. <laughs> anybody that is a parent or with a parent, and I but could, is a parent. You know, like give your kid everything they want when they're two or three. How's that gonna go for you? When yeah. they're four or five, when they're six or seven, yeah. when they're <laughs> yeah. thirty-five, I think th- it goes, thirty-six. Give your children everything what they want, and when they grow old, they will go off and they will just <laughs> decide to be an yeah. idiot. That's why. That's why wealth wealth doesn't last multiple generations, <laughs> like or Ooh. it might last only a few a few generations, but like. Uh. The, the next generation squanders, and I think, Zach, you mentioned either in yeah. this episode or or before we started recording, but... Whenever I mentioned it, it was definitely a timeless yeah, truth. Yeah, where continue. the... And, and it might be a different... It might be a different track, but uh, when we have everything provided for us, roughly... Yeah. Um, we have, when we have everything re- provided for us, we become weak, and yes. that is... But, but that's probably uh, yeah. a different... A, a different topic. But, well, but it's yeah. it's part of the universe. It is it is connected yeah. in that if you think about the your personal responsibility and things, and then recognizing that there's a point where that ends and things are out of your control, yeah. and now and 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 now you reach out to God and say, God, this is I've done as much as I can do. I've I've got to <laughs> metaphorically hand the baton and be like. Do something here, please. Okay. I, I can't do you, anything else. There's a perfect Bruce Almighty moment. Actually, Jim Carrey sits in the middle of the road and puts his hands up. He's like, just, you know, take me, Lord. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Do, and a Mack truck just runs him over. <laughs> then he's in heaven with Morgan Freeman. And uh, Jim Carrey's like, am, am I in heaven? He's like, you can't sit in the middle of the road. Yeah. Like a which is or, actually a biblical like that's it, yeah. actually they're all very it's, it's there's a verse that says don't tempt god and even yeah. when jesus was tempted with with 
throwing yeah. himself off of the cliff. He's like, no, he's, he, Jesus says, don't put the Lord your God to the test. Like I've, that I've is heard, actually a very, a very biblically based I've heard that idea. I, I think you can try to pressure test most of Bruce Almighty and it's, 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 not pretty as bad as would, yeah. it's pretty theologically. It's pretty theologically. That's a let go, let God, and that doesn't work. Like just God right. take this. Like no, you still have responsibility yeah. here. Although who was the who was the Old Testament character that was like that kept asking God? Okay, yeah, you did that for me, but now maybe let me let me lay my stuff out overnight this way, and then uh, Moses, um, right? J- uh, Joseph or Jacob. Um, uh, yeah, the fleece. There's like four the different fleece. rounds of, yeah. of like, okay, you did that, but just to be really pretty sure, good. Just pretty really good. Sure. And so that becomes, that becomes interesting because there's, there's, that, you, compare, lo- you compare that, sorry, Andy. No, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. Uh, you, and then we'll you get co- back. You compare that with, with putting two fleeces out. One, one is dry. And then, and then the next time it's like, it has to be wet from the, from the morning dew. But then you compare that with, um, the prophet, um, uh, the guy, the, the talking donkey. Um, while you're thinking of that. Balaam. Oh. Ba- well, yeah. Balaam's ass. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, while you're thinking about that, I got this $10 fr- fleece from Rip Curl the other day, and it is comfortable. <laughs> but you so can, cheap, this you can biblical almost hear it talking. Yeah. I'm not going to hang Rip this Curl. thing out. But, but you compare that with, <laughs> really. with Balaam, and God punished him because God told him what, what to tell the king who was trying to get him to to go to God for an answer, for the answer the king wanted. And because Balaam went to God twice, God punished Balaam. And so you'd have to look into both stories and see how, how why, or why one is not bad and the other was bad. Like, it's not that wasn't yeah, my yeah. point. Well, was no, just, no, but I, I think it's good just to have be all right, drunk Zach. It, it allows mm. or, or it helps us to kind of put parameters around. Well, do I only go to God once? Like, is it, is it I just get the answer? Like, yeah. if, I, if I know I got the answer, or or can I go to him again? And, and so, I, I just think, and there, and there, there's another story we wouldn't have to go into that, but it's just having a well rounded idea of comparing two similar stories and uh, seeing what the similarities are and what the differences are to help us. And, and not because, because we can just get locked in on one story and go, Oh, this, this is, it. This this is, is how you thing. do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we gotcha. can't, we, we got to stay away from that. And, and so looking at similar stories to help us round out the, the view because, because people can read that Joseph story or whatever story it is um, and go, well, or, or even stories about casting lots. There are a number of sto- of casting lots stories um, by by God's people, even even in the New Testament by by the apostles. But we still have to ask the question: well, Should we cast lots? Is that the best way to figure out what God's will is? And so you yeah. never really heard about that extra disciple again. Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah, uh, we played Dungeons and Dragons this weekend. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. I've been meaning to talk to you about that, but we'll talk about and it. And I like. Go ahead. We can and talk I about like it. how actually they no, incorporate the oh, enemy before you it. before you go there. It's ten seconds. Yeah. It's, it's ten seconds. It's ten no, seconds. It's, no. Ten seconds. I, I don't know what that a- means. I want to hear from Andy. Ten Jeff seconds is a lot. No, I, I think it's somewhat when you say like God is this all. Like I just got to come to you once. It's like. Like when you try and figure out your wife, 
It's like, yeah, I, oh, I got my wife figured out. Nope, you got to keep going back because it's not going to turn out the same way every single time. You got to keep going back and praying, being present, like and listening to you know someone's heart that you care deeply about, whether it's your wife or God, either one. Well, what did you do wrong? And are you letting Tanya know she needs to listen to this episode? <laughs> he knows she's going to listen. So All right, Andy, just... you were going to talk. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I so I think I, I totally agree. I think that um, figuring out when was the last time Jesus grabbed your wheel? There's the one that I there. There's one very specific one I can think of when Jesus grabbed the wheel and when he didn't. There, there are two moments. The grab the wheel moment was, mm, maybe 2011 or 12. And I've shared some of this time. This is like, you know, just right after all, all the, all the real estate markets explode and everything crashes and my, and my clients are just like peeling off. They're all, they're all crashing and burning. And now I'm really having to like, and I'm running my own business at the Graphic time. Graphic design. I'm trying, right? yeah, I'm trying okay. to sort. I'm just like scrambling. And and I remember a very specific moment where it was like, uh, we need a check and we need a check today. Like, this is the day I've got to get this check from a client. And if, and if I don't, like, well, I don't know if we can live here anymore, kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, there's only so much that I can do. Like I can send so many emails. I can send so I can call so many times. And at some point it's like, okay, I've, I, I've done it. I'm, I, I run the risk of now really pissing them off and then being like, screw you. I'm not going to pay you at all. Mm-hmm. So Lindsay and I just said, okay, well, every half hour we're going to pray for this. We're, we're just, we don't know what else to do. And, and so we did. So Is there peace in that. Even though you might not get results, is there peace in just the praying? No, there's peace in getting the check, which happened that day. (laughs) But there wasn't peace before that. It wasn't like, oh, we're praying, so it's all good now. No, not at all. It's like, we're still in the state of distress. So I'm okay existing in a state of distress and and saying, God, I I don't know what else to do here. So I, I need... I need you to do something. I've run, I've run out of options. Mm-hmm. And uh, this story turns out really good. And whether it was because we prayed or for whatever reason, because it's, it's hard. Like I, I'm not one that can, can automatically point back to these things and say, yes, obviously we prayed. And then they called me that afternoon and said, Hey, we happen to have a check. And, and I said, Oh good. I happen to be in the area and I'm definitely not in the area, but I will be in the area mm-hmm. to go pick up a check. Um, so, but I still look back at that as a moment where that was a very unique point in time for us where we were pretty desperate and there were, there were not, there were no other options and that worked out really well. There are other times that I've talked about in the past with like, like the last episode of Lindsay's, uh, best friend who passed away from a brain aneurysm and we're, Mm -hmm. there's 30 of us in the emergency room praying for her to make it and that one doesn't work out well like we're praying for miraculous things to happen and it didn't work and so um those are two moments where there are things that existed outside of my control that i prayed fervently for and one turned out 
great and the other one didn't um i definitely thought about the james i think it's james one nine i I could be wrong there but but it it is it is that the it, it draws the direct relationship between your faith and your actions and i think the the scripture that you shared in Colossians is really cool because it talks about like the knowledge of God multiple times in that super long run on sentence. Like it mentions it at least twice in there. And those prayers for the knowledge of God in my mind are like, those kind of exist outside the bounds of time, so to speak. Like those are things that are in, that are uh, impacting the way that you are reacting. Those, those kinds of prayers impact your personal responsibility actually, because the knowledge of God is going to change how you react and change and move in in the world. Yeah. I think that's why I've drawn in times, in times where I was just like, I don't know what to pray or I, I don't want to pray. It feels cheap to ask for something, whether or not it should that whether or not it should, that's the way I feel. Um, that's been very helpful is Mm. just the, there's like a big picture there. Like yeah. Paul is declaring some shit. Sure. And uh, that's that can be very helpful if, when you don't either don't have the words or you feel like asking for stuff seems stupid. Like sometimes that's the way I feel. Yeah. And so, sorry, real quick. Oh, yeah. Maybe James 122, but prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers. Is that the one? Faith without works is dead. Okay. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's in James somewhere. But the. I think I think one of the the hard things can be um, there's a bad version of this, which is uh, which I I I would admit that sometimes I fall into, which is I will try to do this all on my own. I'll do the reverse of what Carrie Underwood says. <laughs> I don't recognize that I can't do this on my own. I'll think that I can, and therefore. Like maybe I lose the point where I should say, okay, I've exhausted my options. Or maybe if I just want to break down the premise of the question and maybe it's not really a line. Maybe it's not a line where I'm I'm saying, it's all me, it's all me, it's all me, it's all me, it's all me. Now it's you, God. Maybe there's that's the that's the illusion that I was kind of like drawing to, which was before was my prayer should be affecting the part that I just described as all me like it's it's all me but the Duracell battery that is powering me should be coming from the Holy Spirit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right like yeah. that should be the thing that's influencing those pieces so maybe it's not as as hard a line that Carrie Underwood is full <laughs> of shit I, and one of the I probably probably I, hanging out with John Denver right now <laughs> John yeah. Denver those Rockies no, no autopilot uh, comments, by the way, from you, Jeff. I was expecting some sort of Tesla owner autopilot comment on uh, no. Jesus Take the Wheel. No, sorry. <laughs> Elon, take the wheel. <laughs> what, one of the, uh, just what popped in my head, the, the story about Moses, when God tells him, go speak to the rock and have it, and it'll bring forth water. Or no, I think he says, strike the rock and it'll bring forth strike water. It, yes. But then Moses goes and he strikes it twice. And I think I think commentators are in agreement that that's why God punishes Moses at that point because he disobeyed God by st- striking it twice instead of once. Um, but that's just kind of um, like even though 
the result ended up being the same. Water flowed from the rock that God said water would flow from. But Moses, for his part, disobeyed God, went out essentially on his own and struck the rock a second time when God told him only to strike it once. I mean, that's kind of the, the, the pretty much yeah. the consensus interpretation of that. Uh, and I think there are a couple other stories in scripture about, about that as well, but it's just. Because Moses doubted. Uh, I, I'm not sure potentially that maybe because it, the water didn't flow right after he struck the rock the first time, potentially. Does that change? Does Jesus change that with the father who comes to him and asks him to heal his son? And he says, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Um, Which is one of my favorite, favorite parts of the New Testament. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where the, the, they go to him and and so then he starts like going to the house. Um, the, the most important part is that you have uh, someone coming to Jesus and he the statement of, I believe, help yeah. my unbelief, which is, yes, I believe that you can do this. And there is still part of me that struggles with fully believing that you can do this. Well, and, and, and that could be in, in contrast to Moses, that guy is saying, I I I think I've done what I what I should have done. I don't know I don't know what else to do. Like I'm at the end of my rope. Where Moses is like, I can strike this rock again. Like I could do something else. So that might there there might be the contrast there. So maybe maybe not maybe I, I would say it's not a change. Um it's it's that guy demonstrating maybe more faith than Moses by re- by letting go the common, and letting Jesus. The commonality that I would find between both of those. <laughs> Carrie Underwood is a goddamn genius. All right, we're the back. Old. We're back to Carrie. I, right. uh, I think the commonality between those two things is that you have, uh, you, you have some question or crisis within faith in the middle of that. So it's, it's not, it's not a, a pure mixture, so to speak. Like there are, there are things that are, that that we don't, which uh, which is the the reason I love that passage is that it's very human, it's extremely human. I would argue that those of us who walk into something with a hundred percent faith are either um, fooling ourselves, or not paying attention, or um, not being totally honest, because we are humans. Like it's. I don't know one thing that I have a hundred percent faith in. You know, I, you, you know, I love that. I love that, Andy. <laughs> you know, I would yeah. love that. But that might be that. Might Even be, LeBron got hurt. <laughs> Even LeBron got hurt. <laughs> but that might be a that might be a separate category where we kind of like. It, it's not really a practical thing. Like you'd be talking to a, a probably a small number of people there. Um, maybe so yeah but the, i think that there's yeah. a lot of people who outwardly uh give that impression yeah i think I mean, there's a, there's I a think, lot yeah. of there's a yeah. lot of people that uh 
a lot of our battles are based over things that we feel in the faith realm and in life and politics. I feel equally about all those in the sense that like I have convictions about certain things. I know nothing with certitude. So hold things loosely. And, and I, but a lot of our battles these days, whether it's spiritual, religious or political, whatever, whatever you want to call it, uh, people are very feel very certain because I think there is a lot of insecurity underneath all that, which is a different topic, but I'll, I'll tie it to something that's pretty like direct just so I'm not like creating some fictitious example that doesn't exist. That, ask Jeff a question. So he wakes up and okay. he can talk again. Uh, I, I could probably count on one hand in the 40 plus years I've gone to church where I've been in a service that, the idea of doubt within faith was something that was, you know, uh, shared, accepted was, was spoken from the front. And, and he has seven fingers on his left hand. So So, fortunately, it's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Also from Bruce almighty. (laughs) (laughs) Was it right? Oh my gosh. Was it? Yes. Wow. That's weird. Welcome back, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, but yeah, so that sorry, I, I was reading the Bible. So that, that, that's the point that I'm trying to get to is that I think yeah. I think it's it may be more it may be more pervasive and and the times that it that it's happened it's been like welcomed because what I think is occurring is that you you're fostering you may be fostering a feeling within the congregation that like oh I ha- I've had some sort of doubts I'm not 100 percent sure about things in my faith is there something wrong with me yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And like, we're supposed to test those things. Well, yeah. And that's kind of, and going back to like, let God or whatever, whatever that statement let is. Let go, let God. Yeah. Um, and so. Let in, God in, let go is yeah. what uh, Zach said. So in, in, God, just let me go. In just Acts. Let's, yeah. God, you may let go. <laughs> <laughs> in the book of Acts, the, the uh, Bereans are praised because they. Started cert- bookstores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then went bankrupt. <laughs> um, uh, they were praised because they searched the scriptures to see if what Paul was saying was true. And and so it's like, I would think just contrasting that with um, just relying, or I guess solely relying on the Holy Spirit to teach you things, um, I think that passage in particular would... Just kind of, kind of inform us of, of, of it's it's not just sitting back and kind of waiting for a download of of theology yeah. from God. It's it's seeking seeking truth in Scripture, in God's Word, that we would um, verify what people are saying. Sure, check them out. No, yeah. I, I think that's fine. I think that's just mm-hmm. uh, my point was less about where the if you're ex- expecting a. a supernatural download from from god of your confirmation of your faith it was more like um just recognize that there's a lot of people who have questions about things yeah so therefore have doubts and that's more common than not and don't be afraid like the way that i talk to my kids about it is like God is way bigger than your questions are. He's he's 
fine handling those types of questions. I so, think there's a VeggieTales song about that. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Is there something about Bruce Almighty on that, Jeff? Jeff? <laughs> Jeff? Jeff's going to the bathroom right now. But, Poor Jeff. Uh, but like our our faith who god is and who and and who jesus is should not um isn't going to crumble under those types of questions so right. it's it's okay to bring those things and, forward yeah and from my experience uh you don't you don't often get to choose your doubts sometimes those are thrust upon you but you can make an effort to have an open mind as you explore your doubts because you can throw baby Jesus out with the doubt bathwater. Um, Double be, metaphor. You can be nice. like, hold on a second. You know, I, I have these doubts. There's a lot of questions. I feel like I can't. The ground is moving underneath my feet. But what's my responsibility here? How can I like just try to seek truth and uh, be be open to what? the truth is and it might change where you were that you thought was ironclad truth but turns out it's not so you can choose to like say f it all right um or you can be like hey let me test this maybe that maybe this thing needs to go that thing needs to go and that thing over there in the corner behind the amp needs to go but Mm -hmm. i'm gonna keep this this and this definitely keeping the gold strat on the wall (laughs) um listener also the jazz master definitely keeping that one (laughs) That is truth. Listeners keeping pointing to my guitar. Keeping Megalodon, keeping that for sure. Oh yeah. Wait, what? Okay, should we uh should we wrap it, boys? Should yes. we should Let's we land head, this plane? Should we head home it. and then uh and and talk a little bit about what we're consuming or should we try to uh, what do, do you one more no. round? No. no. Jeff no. says no. No. He's feeling he's well, feeling Well, what if there was what's one I prayed about it. I'm being led to f- land this plane you were peeing for a while so you had a lot of time to pray <laughs> that's true uh what if there was a question and we we only got a sentence and i'm not talking about a paul sentence in colossians <laughs> goes on he forever the longest sentence of all the sentences by the way it's it, fantastic in sentence. english it's a sentence people are talking about this sentence i'm sure in the original language it's like beautiful and gorgeous and yeah. it all makes sense but to us it's like there's so many commas there should have yeah. been a period at some point I liked it. Dangling participles. Yeah. I like. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. What if we play a game? We ask ask the tough question, and we only get a sentence, and we don't get to caveat. We don't get to expound. Yes. Nobody gets to argue, and All then right. we we'll land it. Here's the question: uh, How far is too far Context. before you're married? Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, We're all looking at each other. Who's going first so I can think about it? Dave Ramsey says don't join bank accounts (laughs) before you're married. (laughs) So Dr. Laura says don't shack up together. That's right. Both of them prophets of the Lord. So we know what Dr. Laura thinks. (laughs) Hey, I was a long time listener. Uh, We're net free. I'm just going to say P in the V. P in the V is too far. Uh, Physical to virtual. I like it. Everyone should do it. <laughs> saves saves money in the, in the long run. That's fantastic. Yeah. Can I just uh, in yeah. honor, one in honor one. in honor of the great the late great 
Rush Limbaugh, uh, I ditto what Scott said. Oh. <laughs> I don't understand what it meant, but yeah, I don't either. It's a thing. All right. So, okay. Have a so take seriously, and don't suck. It was just a saying from Rush I'm sorry. Limbaugh. What did you say? Ditto. That was Jim Rome. No, I know, but oh. I was referencing. Oh, okay. You know, okay. So, I got, I got uh, yeah. uh, definitely uh, sex before marriage would be out, would be out. Just that, that should be avoided. Uh, if you're a girl, but if you're a boy, you can have a few different girls, <laughs> which which makes very logical sense. Good Lord. <laughs> that's that's biblically. We all scoot our chairs away from Zach <laughs> yeah. a little bit. And when you say have, what do you mean by that in um, 2021? Yeah, and and then there should be. I, th- I think it'd be a a matter of respect, and I'll I'll put the pressure on the men there. That um, yeah. Okay, that's good. It was supposed to be a quick answer. Yeah. Zach? It's not what you use. It's how you use it. <laughs> My God. If, if, you, if you love them, then it's okay. Jeff? You don't get to say anything, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> don't you know I'm dying inside? I want to caveat the shit about Jeff, it. Jeff, what do you want to tell your... Your daughters right now is Go. is marriage <laughs> actually what you want to tell your son right now? I'm listening God's carefully. Construct. <laughs> we fail at these games. If we you don't get to add no. The, so you, got, you, got, you got one they, sentence. You got one sentence. Here it comes. Ready? There is no. What's too much? There is no what's, what's too, too much. much? <laughs> that is. <laughs> we will clip that. 118. I remember this. Wow. Well, Jeff, uh, no one can argue with that. Zach is ex- it can't. He's melting. We've lost him. He inhaled half of his beer just then. And we may have lost him for the rest of the podcast. All right, let's quickly shift. Andy, what's your what's your? I said. Oh, okay. P and yeah. the B. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. So, what are you consuming, gentlemen? And one thing that I've been thinking about. Can I share just, just share this a little bit, guys? Well, as long sure. as, as long as it's quick. Yeah, it, it is quick. <laughs> are, is all sentence. that we're doing is watching TV? <laughs> is that it? No. Wait, what? Oh no, I'm going camping. I'm going. I'm going to Grand Canyon this week. Baby, you, uh, it is what are you consuming? Nice. Not what will you be consuming? Nice try. Next, no, I, I <laughs> well, he's have, gonna be gone, so but that's actually, that's what cool. He's gonna be, it's not future a future consuming. tense, it's not it's just what, TV. What are you, whatever you are consuming, consuming is present participle. What are you he's consuming? consuming? I know the, yeah, it's active, the act, aorist active indicative. I'm still consuming. What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brain just, I lost a brain cell just now. <laughs> The once and future king. Uh, so you're going to Grand Canyon? Yeah, boy. When? when, why? Thursday. And if you guys want to go. Well, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all hey, come all in. Thursday? Oh, Thursday. My wife's going to It sounds gone. really fun. Yeah. Can't. can't, but it sounds really yeah. fun. What, do you, what, what, uh, what happened? Why? Something happened at work. They're we like, oh, your stuff got canceled for the weekend. So I'm like, sweet. I'm, I'm out of here. Out you going here. by yourself? I'm trying to get people from church to go. Well, actually, people from church are going. Oh, my friends that moved to Vegas, uh, they're going to meet me there. 
That's cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, Scott, we, got, we have a friend that's starting the PCT this really? in June. Dude, that is sweet. I'm so jealous. We also have a friend on PCT. And my knee just immediately yeah. started. Yeah, yeah, may he rest in peace in the future. Yeah. Oh. He just started. Well, yeah, well it's, it's hard consuming. Sweet. You know what we should do? We should get a like a care package together and send it to him. Oh, he's feebly fully loaded. He, he's... You're right, Jeff. We should just pray for him and hope. hope <laughs> <the best>. <laughs> nice <laughs> tie-in. I love it. Wow. That's great. Okay, Grand Canyon. That's cool. Uh, do you okay, need, enough is, is Grand Canyon. Any prepping Andy, for that? Stop by the caring. Way? Do you need to prep for this at stop all? Stop caring, oh, Andy. Well, yeah, I've got I've got the cooking stuff. I'll be in my yeah. You but you bring I'm your not trailer. Walking there. Super exciting <laughs> end of the podcast. Conversation. They have their civilization oh, nearby. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll have steak and bacon it'd be a and lot, eggs. And it'd be a lot more interesting if you said you were going to hitchhike this is great, to the guys. Grand Canyon. Yeah. Could you imagine me and with my, hey, my Zach, five Enneagram? That's it basically sounds like having fun yeah, over there. Sense. All right. Uh, like, Carl will stop and be like, hey, what was the last time you got your oil checked? Uh, Jeff, which Bruce, Almighty, which Bruce Almighty movie are you watching? Uh, I'm not. Oh, okay. Not. I'm, I'm watching uh, a series... And I totally forgot what the heck it was. Zach, go ahead. That's great. I did watch the, uh, what's the documentary for Mr. Rogers on HBO? I think it's called Welcome to the Neighborhood. And is that an HBO documentary or is it just? No, it's just on just HBO. Just on Max. HBO right now. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Uh, I cried multiple times. It is what the world could use more of Was is not only the documentary, but just uh, harnessing a little bit of Mr. Rogers in yourself, which I realize how awkward that sounds right now. But if you could take on this guy um, and walk the walk like he did, uh, you'll you'll have a your life will be better for it. He had a it, he had a grasp on his place in the world and how he thought everyone else should feel like they should have that grasp too, which is belonging and being loved first and foremost and knowing you matter and everything else can follow after that, including like accountability and hard stuff and decisions and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, it's just a great, uh, a great work and well with worth your time. And Lisa and I watched Pulp Fiction together. I don't think I mentioned that. Fantastic. She had never seen that before. The kids were out of town. Marcellus and Wallace. we watched Pulp Fiction. Um, do, 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 do. And that's a that's a good movie, too. It doesn't have quite the same worth as Mr. Rogers, but, uh, you know, different story. Examples of what not to be in the world. Right. Uh, I am consuming, and I just finished, and I think I mentioned this last time, Marcella, it's a English, I think it's a film out of England. Uh, it's a series, several seasons, and it's really a detective, female detective who is very good. Why do you like it? Um, I like the hunt for bad people, and I mm. like how the detectives have somewhat of a murderous thought in their own minds of, I have to think like the bad people, which makes it a very Dexter. challenging job. I can imagine. So did you like Dexter? I loved Dexter. That's, a, that's like the, the Uber version of what you just described, right? Yes. He actually I, <laughs> yes. Loved Dexter. Loved that character. I loved that he had a code. 
you know. An ethical code. He's got an ethic. He might kill some fools. He was a bad person. He was a bad person, so I wrapped him up in plastic wrap and I stuck a knife in his chest (laughs) and I stared at his eyeballs when I did it. Tonight's the night. Oh, I. My my whole family watched. Are you ready for this? Science of the Lambs. Right. Science, right. of the lambs. Science of the Lambs. <laughs> it was with it's Dr. Weird, Fauci. Weird science and he kills of the lambs. People Bill, the world. Nye, Bill Nye the then science he eats guy. Of the, <laughs> no. God, we watched Fauci. the first 40 minutes of Silence of the Lambs. And my, what you want to do is uh, you, then, <laughs> when you take a lamb, mystery <laughs> science, and eat it with no. father of the lambs. <laughs> I think, well, it's hard to I, know. I think Andrew Cuomo. You sound like Cuomo right there. Andrew Cuomo would be better served in that role. Yeah. We're just we're just gonna we're just gonna get rid of uh, you know Is half the half the grandparents. Uh, you know you just half just, just half. We're gonna it's gonna lower taxes a, over the long run. You have run. A, like a five percent right. Trump in there. That is you well, put the lotion <laughs> in the bottle in the basket. You saw us Chris Maybe you have a lotion in the bottle. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Uh, oh, well, I would tell you what I'm consuming. Oh, you didn't Andy's consuming lotion in the basket. No. I thought you already said. I thought you went first. What, what did I say? You said, Kern, something you bought beer nope. for us. That was great. We appreciate <laughs> At that. At the beginning of the show. I thought you said you were consuming Hitler documentaries with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we figured out how far is too far. <laughs> Andy, my apologies. I think non-linearly, and so mm. I am beyond time and space when it comes to these podcasts. So okay. I'm two sheets of the wind. Well, the thing that was consumed, I, I feel like the the one thing that sticks out in my mind was the full day that we spent at the beach yesterday as families and consuming family time and playing volleyball and playing baseball together and being out there on the beach and celebrating mother's day and all the wonderful things about moms. That was, that was like a bucket filler of bucket fillers. My body is sore and I'm paying the price today from doing athletic endeavors that I have not done in a while, but, uh, but it was awesome and I loved it. And like, that, that is a, I feel like I have a memory burned into my brain now of, of that and yeah i feel like we've set a precedent for the summer passion bucket passion. filled <laughs> by the way andy do you know what i did with my entire family minus my wife today in the street lay down and cried because you were hurting no i oh. was the pitcher kaylee was the catcher caleb was the hitter christian and kendall were outfield oh we had another ball game out that's in the middle awesome. of the street yeah that's cool just it, carry that tradition on i I loved it. I thought it was great. That and uh, Notting Hill. I watched that. Oh, Lindsay fell asleep. Dude, I love Notting Hill. You stayed awake? I stayed awake. Hugh Grant? Oh, yeah. The blinker? I don't, I don't know what it is. Yeah, he is a blinker. Dude, I love I love that. I, I don't know what it is about. I, I don't typically like rom-coms, but... Or maybe bonnet not, movies. I do. <laughs> I don't know. But that one is... Uh, I like that movie. Wait. Yeah, that's all. No sunshine when she's gone. That's right. That comes up. Mm-hmm. Bill Withers. Mm-hmm. Okay, away. boys. Uh, this has been a great episode. Mm-hmm. Listeners, your feedback matters to us, but what matters even more is take this moment and tell one other person. Send them a link. Use the use the little share button on your podcast, your favorite podcasting app right now. Yeah, click the like button there at the bottom of our YouTube channel. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, sm- smash that like button. Make yeah. sure you subscribe. Turn on notifications. We no. got demonetized. They're like, but, God, but there is, there is that little share button. And I recommend you just text an episode. If you like this episode, text this episode to a friend. Share it from your uh, podcast app. Because or an enemy. Just or, an an, or an enemy. Even better. That's a good weapon. <laughs> and because we, we care about the reviews, but even more than that, we just we just think if you think this is cool and you like it and you think someone else might be interested in hearing it, share it with one other person this weekend. And if you want to get in touch with us, Zach, tell them what to do. At Bros Bibles Beer on almost all of the socials, Bros Bibles Beer at gmail.com. Except for OnlyFans. <laughs> we are not currently on OnlyFans. What is only um, Scott's working on his profile page because he is single, ladies. Coming soon. <laughs> and then you can you can leave us a voicemail, which are always fun to play, uh, anchor.fm slash bbbpod. Make it happen, folks. That's right. And I think we should put a I think we should put a uh, a poll up whether or not we should do a live podcast. You can dance on it. You can do whatever you want. It's gonna be up in front of Zach's house. Just we're gonna put a poll up there. live podcast at a brewery. Oh yes, that's the poll. I think that's we happening. Put, put the poll is on Twitter. Poll, is there a poll Facebook. at the brewery too? There could if be. We could put a poll. At the it's brewery, a prayer poll. Great. A listener bring. It's see, a prayer poll. See you at the poll. Some people might want to work out on it. I don't know. You never know. Dude, so person. let's. Yeah, I think uh, I think we should put that out there, and if people are into it, maybe we'll make a live podcast session happen. All and, right. and it let's feels like it. it needs to happen at a brewery. And yeah. I think we know yeah, which we'll one. Yeah, we'll fly you down from wherever you are at your own expense. Yeah. We'll fly. <laughs> yes, we will. The we first will five listeners to respond to this will get a free ticket. You can stay in my yeah, trailer. For it. I'll, I'll sleep it. in the truck outside the trailer, and you can sleep in my trailer. There you go. Delete what Zach just wow. said. He usually has a disclaimer for everybody else, but I'm going to give him that disclaimer. You didn't let me finish. I was going to say a free ticket from an airline that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Grace, peace, and cheers to everyone. Grace, peace, cheers. Especially to Scott and also to sad Chewbacca. You know what it sounds like? Like a, like a drunk Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> but if you slow it down, like it was... <laughs> What's the matter, Chewie? You feeling, you feeling blue today? <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good, yeah. Just well, sitting around being stupid here. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. How is it? This is tasty. The beer you handed me is delicious. What do we have tonight? Tonight, I brought I brought a little something special. It is. This is. Oh yeah, that's right. This is kind of. This is a, a a nod to the camping trip we took. Was that 2019 or 2018? 18. Gosh, it was that yes. long ago. 19. 19. Eight, 19. Uh, 19. to Kern River, and up in Kernville, and this is a Kern River Bruco uh, special. The the beer is called There's Beauty. No, There is Still Beauty. It's the There is Still Beauty IPA. And um, and Zach happened to notice that there was something cool on the back. So uh, I'll read it. It says, on a piece of paper hanging on our wall is a drawing my eight-year-old daughter made in 2019. 
It's a picture of a bird with hearts, and it simply reads, It seems like the end, therefore it is just the beginning. It's the perfect reminder for us in a crazy world and a crazy time to notice the beauty around us every day. It is still there and always will be. Which is maybe the most poetic thing that's ever been written on a beer can. Yes and amen. It's Mm. always darkest before the dawn, gentlemen and listeners. Mm. No matter what kind of thing you are. It's a tasty beer. And it is a good beer. I can't complain. Well, you could, but you choose not to. I choose not to complain about good beer. It's a good way to go through life. Yeah. No one's listening anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Uecker. <laughs> no one cares. So I have a question, guys. Would you rather have a micro penis for one month <laughs> or three boobs for a month? Sorry, I'm done with my... <laughs> I, I realize... I knew we were going to do rapid fire questions. I tried to get I just didn't know it was going to be with the triple... Point of clarification. The triple Lindy. Are the boobs m- like my current ones or... <laughs> <laughs> just one more of what I already have? Oh, uh, gentlemen. Well, Apologies to anyone who actually has my- micropenis. I'm going to make some assumptions about... <laughs> or a third boob. Or a third boob. Actually, I know a guy that has an extra okay. an extra nipple in in the armpit area. Hashtag blessed. Stop talking about yourself. <laughs> wow. What? Living under he aims to lines? please. Well, well, gentlemen, what's new and exciting? Well, I had to ask my question, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me? Because you start everything. <laughs> yes, that's true. And then when I don't say anything, it's we're, it's dead. Do you hear that? Nope. Crickets. This well, is great podcast. This we're is polished. great podcast. Yeah. I almost feel like we should restart. We could. We could. Or we don't. I, I did my taxes. That's why I was a little late. Okay, let's oh, start okay. over. Let's yeah. start over. <laughs> we don't actually have to start over. <laughs> no, start it over. We could just. We could. No, 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 no. I think it's not. I think we haven't really done well so far. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were doing pretty good. Until just yeah. tell taxes. Until we just stopped it. Yeah. Just, no, just no, go no. on. Just ask, ask your question. No, we should definitely start over. Well, we could keep going with this routine, and then eventually they'll think we were just doing it as a goof. Uh, no, we should start over. You don't think we can pull out of, of whatever this I is? probably can't pull out. We probably can, but now we've wasted people's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 